Welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. And welcome to season four. Oh my gosh. It has been, we're stepping into our fourth year. Um, actually, last month in March was year four. And uh, yeah, March, I believe, 10th was our first episode. And I recorded it back in when I was in Africa. And uh, man, that was a powerful time. And I just, I was trying to figure out you know, how I felt in that moment and trying to um, really piece together um, because of the events that had happened that night where, so I was at a, I was at a conference in Africa and um, when we were leaving, there's this mother who brought this baby to be prayed over and there were these major evangelists, um, people that if I said their names, you would know. And we were like, I'm walking by, but they were all in like a huddle in this crowd and you know trying to pray life into this baby and before I left when I left the the baby had not come back to life and it so wrecked me I just didn't even I don't even think you know I, I had never experienced anything like that and so it really one it gave me insight into how I process uh grief or anger you know I I had lost my husband at that point I had had some significant losses in my life but I didn't realize how I processed it. You know, you ever seen those movies where, you know, someone is um, angry and so they start cleaning the house. And I'm one of those people. I didn't realize it, though. You know, I, when I was married, I found out that I actually am one of those people that clean when they're upset. Uh, and I think it's a mechanism of basically having to keep moving and do something productive in order to not probably wrap your fingers around the neck of the person <laughs> that has ticked you off, you know? So anyway, um, yeah, so I, so I was realizing how I processed certain grief. And I think too, I had reached a boiling point because, you know, I had lost my husband. Like I said, I lost both, you know, my parents. And I think I was just at a point where I think I was just fed up. Like the little baby wasn't the issue. I think I was teetering on the edge already and I thought I was good and I realized I wasn't really good. And so that's how um, sometimes I talk to myself was born. I really just took that moment to process through my anger and, and how I felt about the little baby. Um, and then wondering, I think I asked some questions. I need to go back and listen to that episode myself, but I think I was asking the Lord some, some questions like, you know, how does healing even work is if it's, if it's optional, like if it's, you know, if you do it when you feel like it, then what is your word for it? Like, you know, I really asked some tough questions. <laughs> and so, yeah, go back and listen to the episode. I probably will too. Um, but anyway, that was back four years ago. And now here we are on our fourth season, um, stepping into, we are in 2023, stepping into the second quarter of this year. And, uh, super, super excited to see what God is about to do. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm not always excited. I'm mostly wondering. <laughs> I'm mostly concerned. I'm mostly asking the Lord what's going on. Uh, but I wanted to talk today because I've been really putting this off. I could have done it last month, but I was just wanting to make sure that the word inside of me was solid before I came to you guys. So before we go, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this podcast. Thank you for every person that is listening and that is going to listen. Lord, I bless them in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you would shine your light upon 
uh, your purposes and your plans and, and, and the things that you are about to do in the lives of your children in Jesus mighty name. Let no word fall to the ground, Lord. Let, let every word spoken God be heard and received in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Um, also if my, my standard is the same. Uh, you guys know I am podcasting on the go. Most of the time I am always, um, headed somewhere <laughs> doing something. Uh, I love it that way. Um, I, I love like, so now the new thing is podcasters, they have videos and stuff like that. And so I would love to incorporate some of that into, um, sometimes I talk to myself, but for now I'm going to keep that on the go element. So I might be washing dishes. I might be driving the car like I am right now or, you know, doing a number of other things, but alas, we are here. Um, so yeah. I got a new phone. Um, I'm sure you guys can hear me clearly. Besides the fact that I'm a little congested, my my granddaughter, who just turned one last month, um, she she had a little cold, little runny nose, and I was st- spending the night over there with her, and um, you know she wasn't feeling good, tossing and turning, and so she re- she leaned over. I got her out of her crib, got her in the bed with me, and then she leaned over and kissed me. And when she pulled away, um, there was you know snot on my face on my lips (laughs) so I don't know if that's when I started feeling a little sniffly or what but if you hear uh if you hear I know that's super gross sorry guys it's 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 just it is what it is (laughs) but if you hear me sounding a little different that's why so anywho what we're talking about today though um I really I really wanted to like I said this thing to solidify in me first um, because I believe that God is on it. Um, and the, t- today's topic is identify yourself, identify yourself, identify yourself. Amen. Um, this topic came about because, you know, that wrestle, uh, the world, I, I here's the thing I see, I see people in the world, non-believers, And they are so uh, super confident and super just there. They see it. They're going after it. Oh, they fall down. They get back up. They they keep they keep pressing. Like I see them moving in that way. But then I see believers and and it'll be like, well, God told me to start the business, but I just got scared or God told me to move. And I just didn't. And I really believe that God is saying to us because so much is happening, y'all. So much is happening and is about to happen. And so we have to, we have to be in a place where we have located ourselves in God and we are secure in that place. We cannot be wavering to and fro back and forth in our minds about whether or not God said God did, did he change his mind? Is he, he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's saying to us today, Step into who I've called you to be. Step into your rightful place, into your the identity. Because here's the thing. We don't want time to, to, to kind of really pass us by. Uh-oh. Oh, I thought it paused. Anyway, so we don't want um, to get to a point where um, we end up going back around the mountain or we miss the timing 
the timing is now. And so however we need to prepare, that's where we need to be. We need to be in, in preparation mode. And so what happens is if we are yet wavering, yet doubting, yet fearful, yet, um, you know, not trusting, um, it, it puts us in a very uh, strange place because God is like, no, 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 just go ahead. Just do it. I can't tell you guys how many times in the last uh, couple couple of weeks <clears throat> where I've said to God, I've said, you know, okay, what's the next step? <laughs> He'll be like, go. <laughs> and I'm like, um, specifically, like, specifically, where do I go? Like, <laughs> what to do? And he's saying, keep doing the last thing. Keep doing the thing that I last commanded you or I last told you or last instructed you. I just want to encourage us tonight to to dig deep and identify who you are in God. And you know what? A lot of that insecurity, um, a lot of that, that wavering comes from the lack of time we spend personally with him and in the word. Because his word, man, it gives you... T- I was I was reading in, in Joshua and just reading in Joshua, it, it just boosted me so much spiritually where I just felt like, you know what? Wherever, whatever, wherever God sent me, I... I I can go wherever, whatever he says I can do, I can do it because Joshua was no Moses for sure, but he was the one that God had chosen to be the leader after Moses had died. And he told him, have not, I commanded you don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Like have courage. You can do this. He never once wavered in his commitment to Joshua. He never once he, you know, if, if, we can doubt all we want to. We can doubt God, but God is not, he doesn't doubt us. He knows us, my God. And so that doesn't mean we move and, in, 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 you know, habitually practice sin and all that stuff. But what it does mean is, sis, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and start. Go ahead and move into what God has called you to move into. Um, something God also has been speaking to me. He's been saying, believe, believe. And a lot of times I'm like, okay, I want to do something. Like I want to put my hand to something. I want to, to actually work, you know, and he's like, nah, it ain't about the works. I want you to believe. And you know what, guys, I want to tell you something. Believing is not a sedentary thing. Believing is active, <laughs> baby. Cause let me tell you something. The days I have to wrestle my mind to believe God sometimes when things look impossible, and he's saying, believe, what do you believe? See, what happens is our preparation lines up with what we believe. Excuse me. Our preparation lines up with what we believe. So if, if you say, let's say I tell you, okay, I'm coming to your house and I'm bringing a special guest. It's Beyonce. No, let's, let's use somebody else because that's very controversial right now. <laughs> Let's use a whole nother superstar. Who's your favorite superstar? Insert superstar. So whoever you like super love. Um, for me, I would say, hmm. Let me see. Somebody I would be excited to meet would probably be. Hmm. I, I really like Viola Davis. Okay. I really like her. Viola Davis. Okay. So Viola Davis. And I'm not meaning, you know, Christian or whatever. Just pick pick your favorite person. And so I say, okay. Viola Davis, Cecily Viola Davis is coming to your house, okay? But you need to get ready. 
So if I believe that Viola Davis is coming to my house, I'm, a lot of stuff is about to go down. I'm going to make sure I have everything that is necessary to host her, right? So I'm going to get new glasses with some gold trim. I'm going to get, you know, make sure my, 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 my hand towels in the bathroom are fresh and they're new and they're white and they're crisp. I'm going to make sure everything is in place because I know that Viola Davis is coming to visit me. I am going to, I mean, scrub the place within an inch of its life and make sure that nobody comes in everything is going to smell good and then the opposite of that is if i know okay god is saying okay let's not say god is saying but the person comes to me and says hey i'm coming to your house and i'm bringing viola davis and i'm like oh great cool and okay well when are you guys supposedly coming tuesday all right tuesday but well monday comes i'm chilling i'm in my pajamas pizza boxes everywhere you know i'm just like hey it's whatever she's coming right but my preparation hasn't lined up with what i've heard you know this is not just any old person coming to my house this is my favorite person coming to my house you know she's not really my favorite person but i like her as an actress and and a woman but you see what i'm saying guys i hope that i painted a picture here because the thing is that we are still in preparation mode we still need to be preparing, but but what I also am hearing the Lord say is that he's about to begin to drop things for us. He's about to start dropping these blessings. They're about to start falling, and, and we have to be ready for them, you know? Um, one of the things, you know, he's saying prepare for a lot of us, preparing for marriage. You know, how do you prepare for marriage? Sometimes it's your mindset. It's, it's getting out of your own way. Uh, a lot of times it's physical, like me. I'm like, okay, working out, eating better, going to the gym because I wanna, I wanna be physically, you know, appealing to my husband. You know, making sure you don't just leave the house looking anyhow. You put, you know, actually get dressed, do your put your eyebrows on, put your makeup on. You know, just do those things that that you know a, a man would like. I was talking to somebody I was close to the other day, uh, and I noticed how she, um, how she is with her guy. You know very comfortable you know they they've been together for a while so just super super comfortable and and her husband doesn't seem to mind but you know I pulled her to the side and I said listen honey and people think just because I've okay so I'm I'm, I've been a widow now for eight years and people think that just because I am a widow I don't understand you know (laughs) the concepts of marriage listen y'all let me tell you something when I was married (laughs) Let me tell you something. When I was married, I would take that man. And he he didn't he didn't really plan anything because you know what? I had to realize this is where my strength lies. So I didn't I didn't force him to um, to come up with romantic dates and all that stuff. He could if he wanted to, and he did have his occasional moments. But I was I was the one that found those things exciting. So I was the one that did those things for him. Now, what he did do for me was he kept flowers on the table. He would always bring me and my daughter fresh flowers. You know, he was he was kind and gen- generous in other ways. But when it came down to romance and doing those types of things, I was very much the person who led the sh- you know the ship on that. And and I and I never held him hostage to it because I knew this is what I like to do. And so people would be like, "Well, what did he do for you?" And I'm like. I'm not looking for nothing. Like, like I'm not looking for something in return. 
I'm doing this as unto the Lord because I'm so grateful to have a husband, period. Okay? Because I remember the days that I cried and that I wanted a man and I could not, you know, no man would come. And so and so I was just like, okay, you know, now that I got one, I'm I'm gonna spoil the heck out of him. I'm gonna just there's not nothing that he won't want. He's not gonna So anyway, let me I digress. So what I'm trying to say is that um when you know, once a week, I would take my husband and I would do something special for him, whether that be set up the backyard into like a special looking, um, you know, eatery where we can eat outside. I even had my daughter serve us one time. I mean, I, I used to do stuff every single week. I would dress up. Let me tell you, my clients, they would laugh at me. I would go the whole entire day doing hair and look crazy as I don't know what. But when I was headed home on that last client, I started putting makeup on. And they were like, girl, you going home? I know. But my man is going to see me looking fresh. Now, that's not everybody's testimony. <laughs> but it was mine because it wasn't. I'm not one of those women who um, I had a friend. Oh my God, she was completely bald. And her man had no idea because she just would never she said he'll never know we'll be married he she wasn't even married to him yet she was just dating him but she said he will never find out that I'm bald I was like wow I'm not one of those women that go to sleep in earrings and lipstick and all that stuff now nah, I, I believe in stripping all the way down to you know makeup off everything off but I also um wanted to gift him with presenting myself um you know a, a certain way and so and so as I was telling my friend who, you know, with her husband and she just, I mean, any kind of how just walking around and I was like, wow, you know, I, I, I know you got him, sis, but you need to do, you need to do better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if he never looks at another woman. It's not about the other woman. For me, it's about giving him something to think about. You know, it's about him thinking, man, my wife, man, she, I want his last impression when he go to, when he go to work, and he thinking upon me. I wanted to be like, well, I can't wait to get back to the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not, uh, Lord, what am I about to walk into, you know? And so th- that may be old school of me, but I have to share that for the young ones that this is how we have to do it. Opt, no, get, get it right. So anyway, the reason I say that is, is because that's preparation. And it might not even be something that, you know, back to marriage that your spouse is expecting of you but it's 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 something you do out of love when we here's the thing the lord is about to to establish uh his he's about to establish us his children right and he's doing it from love he's he's doing it from love also he wastes nothing nothing he does is ever wasted and so when we prepare we prepare from love. When we believe what he says, it's love to him. My God, I think about my daughter and I think about if I, when she was young, if I'd have told her, hey, baby, we're going to go to Disney. And she had said, okay, mommy. And then I'll say, well, aren't you excited? Mm, I mean, we'll see if you do it or not. Like I would be, I would be first pissed, but I would also be like, ma'am like haven't I shown you that I, I'm good for my word like haven't you seen me in action don't you know who I am <laughs> sis 
you know, like, first of all, I was that parent where I didn't tell you nothing unless it was established. You know, I didn't tell you we we're going anywhere. I was usually like the one to surprise you. Like, we're just going to show up. Or if I did tell them, it was pretty much sold. Like, the, it was already, it was done. And so, you know, I think about the father and how we're so concerned with whether or not he's going to let us down that we're forgetting that in our unbelief and in our fears and doubts and stuff that we're letting kind of letting him down low key, you know, like how about trust him? You know, a lot of young people now are having strokes. They're dying. They're all of this stuff. And it's because they really that stress, all that stuff, because you try to figure something out when God has already given you everything that you need he's he's already paved the way he's he's already done it we just have to actually believe we have to step into our our god-given identity and and believe and trust him and that's it and so that's kind of what i what i wanted to share today tonight um I really hope and pray that that blessed you. And I'm so excited about getting back to my weekly podcast and just just hollering at you guys about some, some interesting things that I've been like picking up on um, as I've been living this life. And so, um, yeah, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for um, for what you are doing in our lives. God, I, I just... I just honor your presence. I honor your holy name. Father, thank you. Thank you so much for the plans that you have for me and for the people that are listening. They are good. I thank you, Lord. I was remembering and thinking on that today. Just like your thoughts and plans for me are good. Thank you, Lord, that your thoughts and plans for your children are good and not evil to bring us hope and a future in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you, Lord, that No weapon formed against us will prosper. And Lord, I thank you that as we gather, Lord, as we come together in your name, Lord, you will be in our midst. Lord God, that you uh, are are working out good things for us. Even as we sleep, God, you're covering us. Lord, you're just doing great and mighty things. And we're just so super grateful. So I just want to honor your presence, honor what you're doing. Bless every person listening and that will listen in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Also, um, song, my song of the week that I wanted to recommend for you guys is um, it's Dietrich Haddon and it's called Open Door Season. Now, it's a bop. So be prepared. It's called Open Door Season by Dietrich Haddon and Listen, I mean, I walk around singing that big doors, little doors, wide doors too. any door you open, Lord, I'm going through like he literally just went in on that song. I mean, it is powerful. And it's it's so couple that with your studying and your reading, like get that, get it in your spirit that God is about to move. And I'm going through those doors, like put your shoes on, comb your hair, brush your teeth, get ready because it's going to be like on your mark, get set, go type of stuff. You know, you're going to, it's like, like it seems quiet right now, but I'm telling you the takeoff is here. So yeah, I bless you guys in Jesus name. I'll speak to you next week and talk to you soon. Bye.